look, we can experiment. We got to try new things. And if they don't work, that's fine. We learn from it. We take the feedback, we retrospective and we move on. Even in a small startup, you may not be giving yourself enough room. So give yourself enough room to fail and to try it out and then, you know, and be willing to listen to feedback. And they actually gave me feedback I never would have seen myself. There's a tendency to think that you always have to get super technical, particularly to talk to technical people. So you want to do that, but you also want to connect to them as people. Then people are like, oh, I get that. That's simple. It makes sense to me. I can connect to that. In case there is some rebranding going on, what are some fears people should be aware of? Well, SumoLogic is a secure cloud-native service for monitoring and securing modern apps, providing real-time analytics and insights. They launched in 2010 right here in Silicon Valley and have raised over $230 million in Series F to date. I had a huge pleasure to work closely with SumoLogic on their video content, attracting highly technical audience. How does SumoLogic navigate branding in a huge B2B cloud space? And what branding hacks do they use so as to differentiate themselves in the crowded market? I'm sitting down with Ben Newton, Director of Product Marketing at SumoLogic. Ben, thanks so much for joining me on Valley Talks today. Thank you for inviting me. It's good to be here. I love this view. Oh, come on. Thanks to DocuSign. They are amazing. And I'm, I'm glad to be able to talk here with you today. So, um, SumoLogic is a very technical product. Mm -hmm. It actually targets a variety of, of audiences that are also very technical. Yeah. DevOps, security operations, um, IT, right? And executives. Right. Yeah. Yet, at least in the recent, you know, marketing messaging, you decided to go for cartoons yeah. uh, to make it fun, make it entertaining. Why? Well, you know, it's, it's a great question because, I mean, partly it's understanding your audience and how to talk to them. And I, I think there's a tendency because I've been doing, you know, I've really been doing technical sales and technical marketing and, and you know, I was a sales engineer before. And there's a tendency to think that you always have to get super technical, particularly to talk to technical people. And so a lot of it is also, you want to do that, but you also want to connect to them as people. And I think what I was a pleasant surprise with that, we did it as an experiment, but then, then people were like, oh, I get that, that's simple. It makes sense to me, I can connect to that. So even though it didn't have the deep, dark details, it connected to them as a human. And I think cartoons just always tend to do that, right? Because they're more, they're more personable and, and you know, it also kind of looked more like cartoons I watched in the 80s, so there's that fun part. So I think it was just more about the human connection, not just the technical jargon connection, if yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And I'm so happy you did that. You know, one, it stands out from other brands of this kind of, you know, <coughs> in this industry. Right, right, For right. sure. And two, you know, I actually just had a talk with one of the early employees of Apple mm -hmm. on Valley Talks. And we were also talking about, you know, how Apple succeeded uh, because it was, well, not only because, but it's, it's simple. Right, right. So no matter if it's consumer, if it's B2B, you want it to be simple, you want the messaging to be simple, the look to be simple, and cartoons kind of, you know, uh, help with that. And people have to be able to connect to it. And the more yeah. complicated you make it, the, the harder it is to connect to it, especially when you got a couple minutes on a video, right? Oh, yeah. A couple. Yeah, yeah, you got seconds, really. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I, I'm so happy we had a chance to work on this together. Yeah. Because not, not, not all marketers or founders really do realize that. They, they are very serious about their brands. Well, well you know, and, and one thing too is the fun part. You know, I used to be in product management just recently at SumoLogic. And so on the product side, it's all about experimentation. Mm -hmm. And you have to experiment and you have to see what are your users going to respond to, right? And, and one of the things when I moved over and I got, you know, supported the marketing leadership is 
look, we can experiment. We got to try new things. And if they don't work, that's fine. We learn from it. We take the feedback, we retrospective and we move on. So a lot of this was like, okay, let's not just keep doing the same thing and hope for a different result. Let's try new things and see if they work better and use have a lot of tools in our, in our quiver, right? And, mm -hmm. and I think that's how we're going to reach a lot of different audiences. And then in one of the recent ones, the main character is a female. Yeah. Which, which I loved that, that you decided to go for it. It's so, it's so cool. And then where was the thinking about this from? Well, you know, and, and I'm glad you asked because I think that was when, I mean, we were just talking a little earlier. I have a seven-year-old daughter and, and, you know, and I want her to feel empowered to go into a technical career, to be an engineer and all those different types of things. So one of the things I was, I was actually just occurred to me is I looked at a lot of our videos that we've done and it's, it's, it's always a dude, <laughs> you know, it's, we're always like, you know, and, and, yeah. and, and there's a lot of, there's like an unconscious kind of, uh, you know, going that direction. So what, what I decided to do is like, what if we did it as a woman? And then I realized, you know what? I need to get a lot of input on this because I, I want to make sure that I'm representing, you know, that person correctly. So I, then at that point, I actually went to about a dozen different women in different positions of the organization. I'd like, I want you to give me really honest and, a brutal feedback on this mm -hmm. and tell me, is this how you would talk? Is this how you would expect? And, and they actually gave me feedback I never would have seen myself. And we, we spent a lot of time trying to make sure that it was representing our core values too, because that's important to us. Yeah. Um, so also when, it, when you think of the Sumologic brand and key values of Sumologic, yeah. when you're also thinking about the script, what it should have, um, how do you make sure that actually this is covered? Like I just... I just want our audience to learn a little bit of like how do we make sure that you know it does sell the product it also yeah. conveys the message the message the branding component but also it entertains people yeah what's the what's the priority here in your opinion well I was, you know and that's a great question because i mean first when we went into it we we had an objective you know we we knew what we wanted to accomplish we wanted to we knew we had to communicate that we have differentiators we had to communicate what sumo logic did but we also had to do that in a way to connect to the audience. So what, what I tried to do is I actually, we have our own developers, like literally the people we sell to, and this is a benefit of probably being in the business we're in, there's people literally you know, across the room mm -hmm. that we sell to. That you can test on to. I, exactly, so, so I went to those people that represented my personas and I actually presented it to them and I said, you know, mm -hmm. would this actually make sense to you? And uh, you know, I got feedback from different people in the marketing organization and I tried to be very collaborative about that while maintaining this is my vision, this is what I want to do, this was accomplished, but leaving room for other people to weigh in, and particularly at the script stage. So before we ever did any animation, right, yeah. there was a huge amount of feedback on the script. So when we actually went into animating it, we were a lot more sure around you know, what we were going to do. Yeah, because it is tricky, right? Because production is, is a cost, and yeah. it's hard with video because you cannot test it as much, because it does matter what quality you deliver. Imagine yeah. if we did those characters in a very basic level, yeah. not that much of like a fun hip movement or yeah. things, you know, like arm movement, eyes and things like that. This this does also impact uh, how, how people receive yeah. it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It, it was, and I love Diana, you know, and, yeah, and she's, she's, a cool she's remaining through uh, more of your yeah, exactly. videos and, and yeah, we're, we're super excited to be a part of it. And also, you know, Sumologic, in Sumologic there are about like 500 employees right now, I guess, right? Yeah, somewhere in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's quite a big organization, but even if we think of early stage startups, um, what, what would you advise for them to do uh, also in terms of like this, the script, on the script level? Yeah. You know, because they not necessarily can go to coworkers, but in general, we can find friends, I guess. Well, know? I went to my wife too. Yeah. I went to my wife and I have, you know, female friends and colleagues that I know from before that mm -hmm. I went to, 
you know, I asked your opinion, you know, and, and I think there's a lot of, um, you know, people that you can get outside of your core group. I think that's, to me, that was one of the learnings that I had, is even when the company is 500 people, there's a tendency to get into groupthink mm -hmm. and get in an echo chamber. And it's like, well, this is the way we've always talked about it. This is the way we've always done. And what I'll credit the leadership of Sumo Logic is they allowed me uh, to experiment and yep. try it out. And they gave feedback, but they gave me room. And so that's a lot of what it is. Even in a small startup, you may not be giving yourself enough room. So give yourself enough room to fail and to try it out and then, you know, and be willing to listen to feedback. Yeah, totally. Even in the smaller company, it's actually more possible to test. You know, you don't have to deal with so many levels, yeah. right? So that's awesome. You can do that. And also, but you can also have strong opinions, and that's part of the thing too. Uh -huh. Yeah, because a lot of times in smaller companies, people they got there because yeah, they have yeah, very yeah. strong opinions. They get so, emotional. So you have to be willing to say, "I'm going to go out there and hear that honest feedback and be willing to change." For sure. But if we talk about testing in terms of video, do it on the script level because otherwise, it's it's yes. a little painful later. So one of my next questions was actually about the the role of marketing manager mm -hmm. and marketing director, and how do you think? Because here, I feel like your own personality also has a play a role in here and it's awesome right and yeah. then do you think that it's quite common that the marketing manager does have an impact on the messaging on on the brand because yeah. then it may it matters a lot who you hire for yeah absolutely marketing. the product marketing position is sometimes one of the least defined positions unfortunately because we we get we, we're interacting with a lot of people so the reality is that a lot of what i'm doing is not just my own personality but trying to channel and collaborate with other people so a lot of what I do is just pulling the right people together to get the right result. And obviously, my personality plays into it, but hopefully what I'm doing too is I'm pulling other people, you know, their oh, personalities yeah, for into sure. it. Right? I, saw, I saw that collaboration. And, yeah, and we have a great team. I mean, it's the best team I've ever worked with. We do disagree, mm -hmm. and we, we have arguments, but the important thing too is in knowing who has the, you know, who the, who's responsible. So at the exactly. end of the day, I was responsible for it. I was being held accountable for it, and I was being held accountable for measuring the impact of these things we're creating. But it's up, to, it's up to me and I'm responsible for getting that kind of input. But it doesn't yeah. mean we don't argue. <laughs> we <Okay>. do. <laughs> I, I didn't see that part, but... <laughs> we, we did. We I did. only see the, the, the outcome, but, but it's really fascinating and amazing. And, and now we're working on another commercial that I can't wait to... Yeah, to it's going to be good. This is awesome. In case there is some rebranding going on in a company um, you know, of, of, of your size, of mm. a few hundred people, um, what are some fears that you, you know, or, or things that... that people should be aware of, not to, like, to, to do it well, in your opinion. Well, in particular, what, what I've been learning at Sumo Logic and interacting with the team is knowing what different people are responsible for and making mm -hmm. sure that, like, I'm responsible for communicating this particular audience. My job is to make sure we know how to talk to this persona, but it's other people, uh, their core, they, they know how to talk about the brand. They, they're responsible for the brand. They're responsible for the corporate message. So a lot of this is, collaborating together to make sure we get the best result while also understanding what each person's domain and, and uh, responsibilities are. So that way, and I think if we clearly communicate, because when you're just a small team, this is one person, you do whatever you want yeah. to a certain extent, right? But when you have a larger team, this is all about having clear roles and responsibilities, but spending a lot of time together and working through these issues because then, you know, I don't have to be constantly questioning about, you know, am I consistent with the brand? Am I consistent with with this message over here because we brought all the people to the table and they've had a seat at the table. And it doesn't mean we're doing everything by compromising consensus. Mm -hmm. we, we still need to be consistent, but everybody, I've made sure that I've got the right you know, check marks with the people that are responsible for that area. Mm -hmm. Because it, 
you know, there's a lot going on. It's a fast-moving company. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, for sure. So I guess that one takeaway, the, the main takeaway from our conversation would be that if you're small, don't get distracted by like talking differently to different audiences. Just make it simple in the beginning, yes. right? And then just don't aim for something that a company of a size of 500, 500 people can do. Yeah. Because that will just... just Leads you nowhere. Yeah, exactly. I mean, someday Sumo Logic is 100,000 people, 10,000 yeah. people, then we're going to have a different approach to it. As you grow, you have to adjust your approach yeah. to where you're at and where the market's at. And you have to be constantly willing to, to learn and adapt. And be patient. Exactly. <laughs> for sure. Thank you so much, Ben, for joining me. Thank today. you for having me on. It was Thanks. a pleasure.